Today on Life Journeys, we're just going to put it all on the table. We're facing a battle in America that can't be won by studying the tactics, deceptions, or revelations about just how atrocious the far-left agenda has become. We're going to need to learn the tactics of the winner, not the loser. You'll never convince a Democrat about election fraud or that Trump should never have been impeached. You'll never win a Facebook argument about politics because those people simply don't have the foundation to understand why you're so frustrated. The only tactic that is going to bring any lasting help to the table is the gospel of Jesus Christ. This battle is a spiritual issue where people are going to have to change strategy. Charlie Kirk, Candace Owens, Tucker Carlson, and others are sharp people with a lot of political insight, but as much as we may think the general public needs to be educated by them, we are not going to educate the devil out of America if it took the death and the resurrection of the Son of God to guarantee his defeat. It's time that we realized that the darkness that has descended on us is not going to be defeated by using political weapons. Constantly engaging the outrageous plummet into an immoral abyss, with intellectual sparring and debate, is a completely flawed plan of action. You can't fight a moral battle, with a militant mindset, that attempts to either force, or educate away America's injustice. We need to fight spiritual battles with spiritual weapons. In one month, we have seen the President of the United States dismantle the Civil Rights Act of 1964. It says, all persons shall be entitled to be free at any establishment or place from discrimination or segregation of any kind on the ground of race, color, religion, or national origin. No person shall withhold, deny, or attempt to withhold or deny, or deprive or attempt to deprive any person of any right or privilege secured by this document. Yet Biden's executive order on advancing racial equality will assess equity with respect to race, religion, income, gender identity, and sexual orientation. Where white privilege supposedly exists, it will be cut off. Whenever people are denied employment and they are in any so-called victimized group, it will be the law that they will automatically be determined as discriminated against. People who are qualified will not be free from discrimination. People who state biblical expressions of faith that violate identity standards will be deemed criminals and enemies of the state. Censorship by big tech already violates the Civil Rights Act. Mark it down. Intolerance of Christian principles will be rampant. Christians will never be assigned as victims and given privileged status as free citizens of the United States because they are discriminated against. You think it's not coming? It's already here. The only religion that will be tolerated will be the watered-down, lukewarm religion that the state allows, that which is already prevalent in nominal Christianity in America and that which was and is prevalent in Russia today. It is coming, folks, and it's going to be everywhere, in our schools, our sitcoms, our churches, and in our government. If you are a Bible-believing Christian, sold out to Jesus as the Lord of your life, you are being labeled and marked as an enemy of the state. And what's worse, your neighbors are going to buy into it, as are some members of your own families. 
It's not just coming. It's here, right now, today. And the people who are going to push it forward and pressure you are some of the people you already know and call friends. Persecution is coming to a city near you. I have felt marginalized for years, shut down, mocked, made to feel inferior because I'm a born-again Christian. I know the privilege that is being put on a pedestal today. It's not white privilege or even minority privilege. Minority groups in identity politics are just tools being taken advantage of for political leverage. The privilege that is rampant today is liberal privilege. If you're a liberal, you have it. If you're a conservative, or worse, a Trumper, you are a white supremacist, a racist, and a domestic terrorist. If you have a good work ethic, that's just white privilege and is racist. Why is this happening? Because the elite give a rip about black people, immigrants, or transgenders? No, they just want their votes. The goal here is going to be the elimination of biblical Christianity, of the faith that Jesus said will determine your eternal destiny. And this goal is demonic. But here's the real rub and why you and I need to stop being upset with all this. You and I allowed it on our watch. And even more revealing is that being upset is exactly what the devil wants from you and I. The church didn't speak loud and clear about the sin that is now being paraded across church pulpits all over America. Their lukewarm status is more culpable than you could imagine. You see, the issue is not denominational, it's directional. We have lost the path that Jesus was on when he said, Follow me. This isn't about politics, socialism, white privilege, civil rights violations, election fraud, pandemics, or the economics of equality of outcome. The line that is clearly being drawn is about being a sold-out Christian or not. If we don't make the glory of God our life's number one priority instead of the glory of self, we simply won't have the power to withstand the spiritual force that is driving all of this. If Satan can't stop you one way, he'll find another, because this is a spiritual battle to destroy the Word of God and the pathway to eternal life is at stake. Satan could care less about communism, the BLM, or COVID-19. If you convince someone about the truth about identity politics, the devil will just take that person down another street until you're absolutely worn out trying to keep up. The constant flow of liberal atrocities is filling the news every single day if you know where to look. Get all the political prowess you want, Seek to guarantee election integrity until the day you die. But the only thing that will stop the march of the enemy is the Word of God. I have seen the enemy face to face, and faith to face has always been the only answer. We're facing the march toward the prophesied battle with the Antichrist. So I'm going to talk about the fully unmasked truth for a moment. What would you do if you walked up to a woman sitting in church and all of a sudden she started addressing you with the voice of an angry man and talking to you like she knew you? And she's not a transgender, by the way. This demon said to me, I've had her all her life and you can't have her. This entity huffed and puffed and hissed and addressed me saying, Who is God? It was arrogant, deceptive, angry, and intimidating. 
You know, kind of like the people we've seen in Congress, but far worse. I knew what to do. Then there was the man who came to church on a Christmas Eve Sunday morning. He was from western Minnesota and called to ask when church started. He sat in the back the whole service, dressed in a casual sport jacket and dress pants. At the end of the service, he came down to the front of the church, apparently for prayer. As soon as I turned and addressed him, there was the unmistakable demonic voice I heard before. I knew what to do. He began stumbling backwards, knocking over chairs all over the sanctuary and crying out, Where are you going to send me? Years ago, I got a call from a doctor at the local hospital. Pastor, could you please come down here? I have a woman in a room here who says she knows you. She's very psychotic and she can't be controlled with our strongest medication. She had gone to the police station and asked to be locked up before she killed someone. I went to the hospital and the doctor was standing behind the open door and there was Arlene, huddling in a fetal position on the bed, hissing at us. I knew what to do and I knew how she got this way. I've come to recognize pure spiritual darkness when it comes out into the open. When the devil gets unmasked and stands toe-to-toe with someone who knows Jesus well enough to trust him and his word, results follow. All of these people were set free by using the principles of the word of God properly to the addressed need. I could tell you more stories, but the moral of the story is this. The key to lasting freedom from darkness is repentance and faith, and that is exactly what America needs, and it is exactly what the church needs to return to. This has happened on our watch, and we're the only ones that can address the need. America may never rise to what she was before, but a hundred years from now, that won't matter one bit to you. What will matter is if you and the ones that you know and love have gotten back on the pathway that Jesus spoke of when he said, follow me. When Jesus said, I will build my church and the gates of hell will not prevail against it, everyone knew that the word for church meant, those called together to rule. The central message was, the kingdom of God is here. They knew that this would feel like he was challenging the Roman government. But his intention has always been to reign by love and through faith in the hearts of men. Today, his word is as relevant as it has always been.